just you get to choose. Like here's here's the scenario: the the environment gives us something which can be perceived as negative, can be perceived as not working, can be perceived as problematic. The world's ending, so we get to choose to see it like that, or we get to see choose to see it as an opportunity. So clearly, that it's my responsibility now to do that for other people. If I have information, and you know, other people's success is my success, and vice versa. Because you know what, like the challenges or the roadblocks are the journey themselves. There's no big things. It's all little things compounding on top of each other. Welcome, Coach Nick Davies. Ever hear of him? He joins me today on a special episode of Two Seekers Coach's Corner. We start off our conversation around the concepts of the internal and external environment, work through a little resistance with Coach Nick. We eventually land on a couple of different topics, including increasing capacity for receiving goodness and abundance in your life, managing our state, one of the key principles that continues to show up on our podcast episodes, and influencing others ends up being my takeaway by the end of the conversation. We hope that you enjoy this week's Coach's Corner on True Seekers. All right, we're back for another episode of Two Seekers Special Coaches Corner. Coach Nick, people know who you are, so I'm not going to introduce you. We're just going to jump into the conversation here. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been thinking a lot about this lately, and just want to get your thoughts on it, and then we'll get we'll get off and running. I'm sure to where we need to go. Uh, just this concept of uh, internal and external. I just think it's fascinating um, how how they match up with each other. I'll give you an example. Um, you know, somebody whose room is messy. You could probably, you could probably pretty much predict what their external or what their internal world looks like. I'm sorry. So if if their standard is being okay with that mess, then what's what are they okay with inside their mind? And I think this works in so many different ways, but that's that's maybe the simplest version I can start out with because I think it's I'm noticing things with with myself. The higher that I go, the more that I advance. It's not just the external visible stuff it's also the mental things and there's mental um, clarity that happens when the environment is more tidy or like it works in tandem with each other do you find that to be true i'm 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 super intrigued that we're going down this road because i've had some resistance to this before can you clarify what external mess actually means is it like physical debris is that is that what you mean yeah um it's just what I notice maybe, like we're in our environment every day, right? But I think the higher you go, the more you start to notice things that you put up with before. Mm. And you're, it's just no longer acceptable to you. Like it could be like, you know, dirty socks in the corner. Well, that's not hurting anybody. They're just there. It's not a big deal. But then all of a sudden you're doing well in the business and like you're just kind of looking around, like appreciating things and, and you see it and you're like, I don't want that associated with me. Like that's not going to be something that I'm, I want tied to my name and you go and pick up the socks. The resistance I've had to that in the past is how could I possibly let a pair of dirty socks interfere with my focus on what's, what's most important for me? Like I, I don't even see it. I'm willing to bet you don't have any dirty socks on your floor coach. That's, that's what it is. Probably because my wife picks them up. <laughs> She sets the standard. <laughs> no, but this is a serious thing because I, I do see that if there was more time when, you're, when your standard of 
what you see is higher, therefore you're, you're looking at it from a different perspective, how that would, you, if you're seeing things at a different perspective, then you see things at a different perspective. But I've definitely always been on the line of like, I can't possibly let things that aren't important into anything that's important. So, so I really have like the, the, the making your bed concept. Um, have you read the little book on that? Like the, the, there's a, was a military guy that wrote a book on that, but I think there's, there's a small little book. Um, a client of mine recommended to read it. It's a real quick read. Uh, but the concept of course is that if you make your bed in the morning, then you've, you've got a win for the day and uh, you keep going. So I, I completely agree with that. I think what you put first thing in your morning in your mind is really important because we're most like kids in the morning, you're a sponge. Whatever you put in there is going to propagate throughout the day. I'm a big believer in that. But what I can't quite get to, so I'm glad we're talking about this, is that making the bed has any other impact. So if, if I'm already doing something else, which is set me on the right path for the day, for me, it's not making the bed. It's it's working out. It's immediately putting my AirPods on and listening to something that's going to be helpful for me. Uh, it's immediately starting working out, stretching, whatever. I'm happy, more than happy to leave the bed unmade all day, every day. I'd be fine with that. So yeah. what, what, what am I, where's, where's my, where's my disconnect? Where can, yeah, well, how can I understand this for me? I, well, I think they work in tandem with each other. So you can almost flip it around. So it, because you want to work out or you, you recognize the benefit of it, it tells me that your internal is, is sturdy. You're in a place to where excellence is the standard because you know what happens when you work out. Right. Now, if you didn't work out, I could maybe draw some conclusions about where, where your mind might be. Maybe you're, maybe you're just not there yet. So it, it could work the other way around too. But that's what's fascinating to me about the subject. Is I, I think it works, it works both ways. I, and I've tried this before with like, you know, uh, just experimenting with it, where if I had a presentation or if I was speaking in front of a group of people, that same morning, I would clean something in my house. And if for nothing else, it, it set my mind at ease, maybe a little bit more that like something was taken care of, but it worked. I mean, I, I felt, and works could mean many different things, right? But I felt like I was better prepared. I was calmer, I was more peaceful. I, I felt like I got more accomplished uh, because I had done something that I was either ne neglecting or needed attention and I gave it that attention. Wow. I have completely opposite approach to that. It, that doesn't that that would I would annoy myself if I'd wasted that time that I could have spent time preparing <laughs> or I could have spent something on something that's productive quote unquote but that's all perspective of course but yeah man that's super fascinating to me for sure because I definitely have that it's not that I don't want things in the place I think I guess the part that drives me crazy is that things don't get put back and therefore it cuts down my efficiency because I have to go looking for stuff you know that that's something that bothers me, but not connected to that. So that's really interesting. That's really interesting. Uh, and, and then you, so you notice it while you're doing it. So it gives you more like clarity because things are the way things are supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know if it's any, I don't know what it is. It's more of just like a release of, you know, so we've talked about meditation before. Yeah. Right? And sometimes meditation just like gives you the permission to, to think about something so that you can scan it over and you don't have to think about it anymore. Yeah. And I kind of think of that like in terms of clutter where like, I know I have to do something. So maybe, you know, if we, if we get more specific with the example, the things I did to clean my house, maybe I had been intending to do it for a while. 
Okay, so maybe, maybe there's a, a delineation with that. Um, so once I once I accomplish something that was kind of been like, you know, I've been ignoring it, right? Just some is there, something I, I needed to do. And yeah. now that I've checked that off my list, uh, unrelated to the event, right? Speaking like how can cleaning something make my approach to present better? There's no maybe direct correlation, but but it is maybe this feeling that I've accomplished something that I've set out to accomplish. I, I've wanted to, and I've I've neglected up until this point. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I not it's not to say that I don't. It doesn't feel good when you do something that that is move something that's out of place or like do something like a tick a box, right? Tick a boxes is fun. Uh, and I think the resistance I have to it is one of the core principles we work to, right? Of uh, tyranny of the urgent, you know, busy work, something I wholeheartedly reject uh, because I know how much time it's wasted doing things that aren't the most important thing. And by, by default, we know we can only have one most important thing. Until that's done, then it's a high level distraction. Priority is a single much. single word. There's no there's no plural of priorities. No. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess maybe I frame I frame myself to not see that stuff. Especially I've moved around so much for a long time um, that when I when I lived <laughs> when I lived in the Philippines, I lived there for two years. I lived in the same apartment building, but I lived in two different apartments, so a year in each, and. I, when I moved from London, it was just me. I didn't really have much stuff. I had 17 boxes. It sounds like a lot of stuff, but when you move, like if you know if you've moved before, like it's not much. And I had 17 boxes. I got tra transferred over from London to the Philippines. And then there was something like four boxes, which were got put in a corner of the first place, like the first day. I didn't need stuff because it wasn't like clothes. You know, it was basically old electrical stuff. or I don't know where it was actually. But there's like four boxes that stayed in the corner. And then when I moved to partners in the Philippines, they stayed in the corner of the next place. And then when I moved to Florida, they stayed in the corner of the next place in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> and then they got eventually thrown away because, you know, who cares? But it took like those moves, but I get like a supposedly like those sort of things for me just get put to one side because uh, I wanted to make sure that I was doing high value add activities, I guess. Yeah. But I, I want to play with it because I, I, it's not, it's something, your viewpoint is something that seems to be the right viewpoint uh, or the more, more consistent viewpoint. Yeah. Well, and it could be like we were kind of getting to just more of a distraction if it's not completed. And, right. and, if, you, and if your environment is already the way you want it, then maybe there isn't that quite that lift, but I've just noticed it in different ways with uh, like, that was the reverse that experiments that I, experiment that I was working with, but with like, of course, your results are produced by what you do externally, and therefore it gives you the internal yeah. satisfaction or what you're looking for. But like, I was experimenting with it the other way. Like, if I feel good before I do something, what, what happens then? And and I got to this place of like, I achieved the feeling of making a great presentation before even giving the great presentation, and it was unrelated. You know, maybe it was related somehow or another, um, but just with my mental state, it, it it achieved what I set out to do. Okay, yeah. So, so that's so now we're talking about management of your state, yeah, which we know is guided by key principles. So, if you were doing a physical activity, moving your body around, so if you're sitting there before a presentation 
and you're hunched over and you're not breathing and your focus is going like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Uh, then if you snap yourself out of it and you do a, an activity which is moving your body around, creating more energy, focusing on being in the moment of that particular thing, giving yourself that meditative space to go and create what you want at your essence and that highest level version of you coming through, taking that state to that activity, absolutely, you ever elevated place, you're like you're building on success. Uh, yeah, I get that for sure. That's uh, that's powerful, right? I mean, think about that. Anytime you come into come into activity, what the what the immediate preceding activity, the outcome from that uh, impacts what you're doing. That's why people that are unintentional about it. I've, I've been in this place like loads of times. You have a bad meeting, and then you take that bad meeting into the next meeting, and then by default, that meeting's got something a lot to recover from. So if that meeting wasn't absolutely outstanding it's going to get worse and then you spar in a space and that's why people go i've had a bad day it's like really it's probably just one thing and you let the whole rest of the day just disappear because i've had a bad week really <laughs> i had a bad day from one thing and like the rhetoric becomes i've had a bad week and the narrative on it is that and it's not it's just one thing and you let you wasted a whole week because of that like that awareness intention is massive yeah, I'm so glad you're bringing this up because this is bridging a couple of different subjects that I've been thinking about for a while. So I mentioned how we started. So this this is cool to get to this place in a natural progression because um, I, I think of this in terms of like limiting myself to what I allow or like, you know, if, if something's going well enough, it's almost like I'm, I'm not waiting for another shoe to drop. It's like, well, how good can I maintain this, this good level here? <clears throat> And I think at the first sign, <clears throat> I think this is typical of a lot of people at the first sign of uh, going in the other direction or something doesn't go your way, you're like, oh, well, there it is. And then, and then you're almost looking for it and you draw more of it in, in. And I see it as an expansion of the capacity to receive greater things. And this is in uh, the, a book that we've mentioned in the past, The Great Leap, as one of the, the key takeaways that I still do today is when I catch myself uh, doing one of those negative negative habits or negative belief system things is that I, I just regroup and say, yeah, I, at this moment, I'm expanding my capacity to receive more or better things. And immediately I'm replacing that negative viewpoint of that bad meeting, right? With like, okay, well, uh, just because I had that, I'm expanding my capacity to have a good next meeting. And all of a sudden it's mindset, right? State, state right there. But that's a little hack that I've used and I still use it right now. That's awesome. Because I was going to say, what's the antidote to that? So if you catch, if you've got it right. So if you catch yourself in, in the negative self-talk of, of seeing, of being an upward spiral, but then seeing something which is, might be an indicator that it's stopping or slowing down or going the wrong way, then it's to acknowledge that and say, oh, good. That, that is uh, the example I was looking for that shows me I'm on the right path because I'm, I'm at the limit. Therefore, that, that, that thing pops up. So what I've got to do is keep doing what I'm doing. Yes, and then just accepting that. Like, this is part of that process. It doesn't mm -hmm. seem like it in the moment, but when you realize what's happening, you know, pull, zoom that lens out, mm -hmm. oh, this is how it works. Then it's, it's like you embrace it. Like, like you said, oh, good, it's here. Now let's go have that great meeting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's much the same as like taking the uh, certainty to the uncertainty. 
um knowing that whenever it feels uncomfortable it's like that's the right thing so where where don't where do you not want to go where do you want to go the least <laughs> go there so, oh okay yeah and then i get to thinking of like why why um does it work like that like why do we need to bump up against something and I, the most the simplest answer i've been able to come up with like action comes usually from uncomfortability right we know that for a fact so if we want more stuff it requires more actions then uh the biggest catalyst is when we're in a situation that we don't like so i think the antidote to, to that is don't wait till it gets bad to keep taking more action and we talked about this recently too you're having success and it's not the time to like kick the feet up although you want to enjoy it along the way there's that balance too like keep doing the things that you've you've done to grow and then there's more like look for the next what, what's the next level up from that and it's just this uh like don't don't wait for it to feel bad we for christine's birthday in november i bought her one of those like really cool uh fire fires for outside like by the patio and uh, it's one of those like big big steel drum things it looks like and it's really awesome like it, it how it cultivates the flames in there so you start the fire some kingling, you know, and some you put put the wood on, and I I noticed that it's been a long time since I've re, regularly lit fires. You can let that thing that will burn it, like it'll burn the stuff that's in there pretty quick, and it gets to the point where it's really hot, it burns it quick, and then it will start to cool down, like it will start to be run out of things for it to burn. You can put new things on there for it to burn, then it starts to okay, it, re, it sorts itself out right, and starts to get big again. But you'll and if you but if you let it go, it will it will calm down and it will stop. And then you can notice that and go, oh, it's it's hot enough still, I'll put another log on. But you'll be careful because like what happens if the the logs that you've got left, the woods you've got left there are a little bit damp because it rained a couple of days ago, right? And so you're like, oh, I'll be fine. Then you put it on, you realize, oh man, like I hope there's enough energy left in there, there's enough heat in there that's gonna mm -hmm. set fire to that. And then you're scrambling, hold on, I can't do what I'm gonna do, because I've got to go and find some tweaks to make sure that they're in there versus it's already roaring. You can just throw another log on. It's going to take it. You'll be fine. It's going to keep the level of flame that you want and just be consistent with how many logs you're putting on with the amount of time and it will consistently grow. And, and the effort of making it grow is so much smaller because you can just throw that next one log on. There's no scrambling around. There's no, there's no waiting for it to cool down. There's no, is it going to be okay this time? You're just adding fuel to the fire. Mm. It's it's like a, a momentum conversation or like inertia. Yes. Like it's, yes. it's much easier to keep it going if it's already going. And so what I want to maybe get another level of clarity, coach, is like that capacity. So like, say I get it, I get the fire to a point to where it's comfortable, it's roaring, it's good. Like how long do I get to enjoy the fire before I notice? like hey i don't want it to get down so low like it's it's just this constant awareness right it's we're, we're constantly have to, having to check in um but can you get excessive with that like can you can you be paying attention to that too much and this fireplace like it's called um oh, i forgot what it's called but it's, re it's really really cool um and and the the flames we've got were like six foot flames this thing only is only like four three foot round whatever but it had like six foot flames on it because it's so efficient the way it works so you can keep throwing things on that and the flame's going to get big and it's going to get hot and you can't get too close to it. And so that is going to be how, how much heat can you take? 
how how big of a goal do you have how much impact do you want to have because i'll tell you when that flame was almost six feet high everyone in the house was was looking at it mm. it, it, it drew it had a lot of impact it, it it was a place where people wanted to be and it was uh influencing others and like that took a lot of it was it's like i've stopped doing that i gotta see the see the flame gotta see the fire so it took a lot of uh, cultivation to keep it that and a lot of awareness to keep it at that level. Right. And that was, that was maxed out. At some point you have to go back and say, all right, I want a bigger flame. I'm going to have to get a, another fire pit. <laughs> I like, I like that you said, it's not like uh, you wait to, for it to calm down for, to, to put more on. It's like, go oh, go get another one. Oh, because you, you maxed out, right? Because that particular yeah. flame, like it's a, a six foot tall is like the biggest it's going to get because I can't physically fit any more wood in that fire. Yeah, so that's that's interesting to me. So let me interpret that. It's like an expansion in a different way. Like you've reached a level of energy to where uh, something new has to be created. It's not just a, a linear thing. It's a, It's also like a depth thing at that point. Like you're going wider. Like if, if building up the fire is up, 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 then capacity to there means you have to go wider and, and get more fires. So I might look to leverage at that point and ask someone else to go buy a new fire and put their fire next to mine and we can have a bigger fire together. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by this too. You, you meant, I smiled when you said influential because I, I feel like it's the same for people. Like the, the more, uh, the energy that people have, it's, it's just a draw to it. You're, uh, it's like a magnetism when you're at that level of like high productivity and great energy. And you just, you know, those people when they walk into a room and I don't know, it's interesting for me to think about today because that seems more real than ever for me to be able to capture when maybe years ago, I was like, you know, I'll never be that guy, you know, or like, how do people do that? And it's just interesting to, to me to, for me to think about that. It's like, you always think they know something or are doing something that you don't know about, but it's, these simple principles that get get you to there just takes time i think it goes back to your wonderful picture of the rungs on the ladder right it's just a small step every time it's just the next step what's the next thing am i going towards where i want but that that's what it starts at as well you got to know where you want to go you, you have to know that that there's something at the end of that ladder that you want otherwise because the reality is it's not just one ladder can I climb it? Can I not climb it? There's like an infinite amount of ladders in, in an infinite amount of rooms, you know? So you could be walking between the rooms, looking at like thousand ladders in each of the rooms. It's like, well, which one? And I'm going to start climbing up a couple. Then maybe I'll jump from one to the other, you know, maybe I'll fall down one. You've got to know which ladder it is and then take the small steps because um, you never get to the top. And even if you do, that's the worst thing getting to the top of that you don't want to get to the top of <laughs> it's valuable but it's not what you want and you, you got to take that and use it but i think it's important to know those those small steps right it's like you can get anything you want you can get anything you want if you're willing to take a small enough step mm. you can get anything you want if you're willing to take a small enough step yeah that's interesting. That, that, a whole other conversation for another time. Because now I'm thinking of uh, when I first moved to Charlotte, I had these huge plans, and I ended up taking a job in a restaurant just to be able to pay the bills. And I thought those little steps were beneath me at the time. 
So that's, that's really resonating with me. It was like, I wanted to jump up and grab that first rung way up there when I needed a few rungs below it um, first and maybe maybe a little humility along the way too. So that, that helped. <laughs> yeah, you, you've got to be, it, yeah, that's really, that's really interesting uh, to take the smaller, small step. Like it's, you've got to take the, you've got to be willing to take the small step you got to be brave enough to do the next thing, right? Because like good point around the humility. It's below me. It doesn't seem big enough. It's too simple. That's what a child would do. That's what I would have done years ago. What's the easy way out? What's the what's the what's the hack? What's the get rich quick scheme? Yeah, he or she's not doing it. He or she's not doing it yet. Like, oh, the time's not right. It's raining out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any of that stuff. You've got to be willing enough to take a small step. Or maybe we should say you've got to be big enough to take a small step. Yeah, I like that. So let's be big enough to take the small step of starting to wrap up here. Um, I would like to grab some takeaways from this one because I, I think we... Uh, got to a new level in a couple of different ways with a couple of different topics here. Um, anything in particular jump out to you? Internal, external, talk about increasing capacity, managing our state, uh, influencing others, big fires. What's sticking through for you? It was really nice to get the uh, combination of those principles. I was, uh, the, the on, when you're going upwards and then you, and you, and it's going great. And then you see something which could potentially show that you is going the wrong way or it's stopping it slowing down to take the certainty principle to that and know that remind yourself that is what's supposed to happen because you're you're at the edge of your identity and that little mind is is trying to protect you and just a step to one side figuratively or literally is powerful because you're using your body literally stand to the side of yourself and tell yourself that, thank you, little mind. I appreciate what you're trying to do for me and protect me, but I don't need you right now. I'm in control. Mm. Yeah, we, we talk about our parts showing up and trying to run the show. It's like, okay, we hear you, but there's there's a greater power at force here. Take a backseat. Yeah, so for me, more the latter part of the conversation, like the influential part, uh, just fascinating to me with what capabilities show up what, what new options there are when you're performing at a high level or uh, like the standard is excellence and you're resonating or radiating this energy that is uh, magnetizing to other people, other things. And then at that point of the game, it changes. There's no more effort that will get you higher. It's, it's a leveraging, it's a influence over other people in a good way. Like some people could take that in a bad way with like manipulation but people are drawn to it. It can't be a bad thing if people are drawn to it. Um, it's it's uh, something that you want to be a part of. You want to help grow or you want to have a stake in. And I think that is a principle I'd like to think about more potentially in future episodes here as well. Beautiful stuff, Coach. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks for joining. We'll see you next week on Truth Seekers. Thank you for watching another episode of Truth Seekers. We appreciate your interaction. So please comment, like, subscribe to YouTube, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want more, 
Check out some of our links. Links to our masterclass, the Achievers Mindset, and come join our LinkedIn group. And what do you want to see more of? Remember, we're here to share the simple secrets of successful. So help us do that. What do you want to see? What do you want to see more of? Thanks, and see you again next time.